Thanks for listening to The Last Days Podcast with Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. To stay connected, please check out the River of Tri-Cities Church on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or online at riveroftricities.com. The Last Days Podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Now, here's Dr. Todd and Katie Holmes. Hello and welcome to The Last Days Podcast. Yay! We are here, and that was a big yay from my wife. The beautiful, as always, and captivating Katie Holmes. Anyway, we are um, we're here. Hey, we're back in Tennessee. We've been down in Florida for a little bit and uh, had a nice uh, swim on the beach for a couple times and had uh, several thunderstorms that we survived, actually. And uh, seemed like hurricanes, but they were just an average Florida thunderstorm. Anyway... Memories of being when we were living back there. And uh, and then just thanking God as we came back. Hallelujah, Lord, for Tennessee. To the mountains. Anyway, yeah, we're back in the mountains. <laughs> and uh, fresh, clean air, no, no, no seams. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. We think that's what it was that left the big red welts on our legs and itching like crazy. But um, anyway, we are glad to be back here in the beautiful, amazing Johnson City, Tennessee, in the land of God. And (laughs) so anyway, we're back here, and we just want to say welcome to all of you that are listening today. We're so glad uh, wherever you're listening in the United States or around the world. I was just looking at our analytics platform, and uh, so not only do we have people listening in the United States, but in... Tanzania, Colombia, Sweden, France, Finland, Canada, the UK, Germany, Netherlands, Puerto Rico, Zambia, South Africa, Mexico, Jordan, China, Norway, Brazil, Switzerland, India, Iceland, Honduras, Namibia, New Zealand, Austria, Vietnam, Italy, Singapore, Kenya, the Philippines, Taiwan, Uganda, Denmark, Cambodia, uh, it's hard for me to pronounce this one, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Ireland, Kuwait, El Salvador, Australia, Greece, Malaysia, and Hungary. And so all of these nations are listening to us, well, at least people in the nations, not yes. necessarily, the, maybe the president isn't listening yet. But anyway, we are, we're broadcasting here and literally we're going all over the place um, throughout the world, um, with the Word of God, preaching on this uh, Last Days podcast platform. And uh, we're so glad that you are listening today, and, and we want to invite you to please invite somebody else to uh, subscribe and to listen to our ramblings by the Holy <laughs> Ghost. Anyway, yeah, but they're, uh, they're God ramblings today. I'm looking at all of our notes. Wait, where'd our notes go? Oh, we don't have any. Anyway, so... Anyway, we're uh, we are just going to uh, be an example of how to be led by the Holy Spirit. That's exactly what we're going to do. So hang on for the ride; it's going to be absolutely amazing and fun. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times. So anyway, we're going to take off, and so here is the wonderful, captivating Katie Holmes. She <laughs> has got so a scripture, a scripture from the Word of God for you here. Yes. We are going to look at Joshua 1.8 again. If you've been listening to some of the previous ones about the advancement of faith, we're going to talk a little bit more about that and get into some little, as as led by the Holy Ghost, <laughs> some practical 
um, tips and things actually that hinder advancement. A lot of times, um, they're what we might in our life consider small things, but if those small things are actually what is keeping you back from advancing, it becomes a large detrimental thing. Very much so. Just and, like our last podcast, determine not to speak stupid stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's stupid such a great stuff tip. Will hold you back. That's true. And you're speaking stupid stuff will really cement it there from yeah keeping you in the same place actually going backwards such a such a key thing um that many people sadly their entire life don't actually um grasp the power and the impact that your words have oh yeah both negatively and positively. A lot of people, you actually um, just see the negative results that they have in their life because they're just so astounding, um, which is not is not a good thing. The great news is, though, you can turn it all around. Turn it around. And just make a decision. I'm only going to speak words that will take me forward in a forward direction. Those are positive words. We're not talking about new age principles. We're talking about speaking the word of God. When you have an understanding of that, then the Bible says that, of course, the power of life and death are in the tongue Mm -hmm. and that you will eat the fruit of that. So that's good fruit. If you're speaking the word of God and you're speaking positive things, Mm -hmm. it is not going to taste good, nor is it going to have good uh, um, effects with you if it's negativity that you're speaking. And so... Here we go. Joshua 1, chapter 8. I'm reading from the Amplified Classic. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. So a couple of things. Obviously, this book of the law is the word of God. It says it shall not depart out of your mouth, but in other words, what what that is saying is that you need to always be speaking it. Do not let it not be found in your mouth, if that makes sense. It says you shall meditate on it day and night. Why? That you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. And I'm going to read also out of the New Living Translation, Mm -hmm. because this is great how it says it here. It says, study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command, be strong and courageous. This is going into verse nine. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. This was a promise to Joshua. It's also a promise to us. Okay. And so it's only through really meditating on the word. So not just simply just reading something over and then forgetting what it says and then maybe remembering, you know, a month later, but actually the meditating on it is like, it's like inside of you, you're chewing on that. You're getting every bit of nutrition out of that word, so to speak. Everything that's going to help you to be able to grow spiritually and to be Mm -hmm. able to go forward. Only then are you able to actually know what the word of God has to say. It has to become more than just something that I can quote, something that I can memorize, but it's got to drop down into my heart as revelation. Amen. 
Otherwise, you will not actually see that it has an impact in your life. So, and then we notice here that actually that um, the responsibility that we have, it says, for then you shall make your way prosperous. Notice it's not up to God to make prosperity yours or to make your way prosperous or it says and then you you make your way prosperous you deal wisely mm-hmm. and you have good success okay all of those things happen because the word of god is in your mouth because you meditate on it because you observe and you do it yeah okay it's a prog- you see the progression it was never intended that we put that responsibility upon the Lord because he has already given us the word of God. He's given us the ability to be able to read the word, do the word, receive from him. He has made it possible through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for us to be able to have dominion, have authority, have the victory. There's literally nothing that can hinder us except for that which we allow. There you go. Which is pretty, a pretty huge revelation that you have to grab a hold of, okay? You're not going to be successful in any area if you are simply waiting for God to do something for you. Say that again. You'll not be successful in any area of your life, if you're simply waiting for God to do something for you. Well, well, well. And I'll, That's a revelation, I'm sure, to some people that are listening right now. Maybe right. you need to say it one more time. Because they're like, what? Wait, 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 wait. They totally missed it the first time. They kind of got it the second time. Now now they got your, Now you got their attention, so smack it again. Now you're going to repeat it with me. <laughs> you will not be successful in any, any area of your area. life. If you are waiting for God to do something for you. That's right. Which means you're not doing something. Right. Right. And this is the only until... It's lazy. It's lazy faith. Well, it's no faith, actually. Yeah, it doesn't take any faith. Lazy Christianity. Right. With absent faith. And the reason really why we felt so important to share this on the last day's podcast is because this has to be a way of life that you you operate out of in the last days. Mm-hmm. Okay, because the last days that we're living in, you have already seen, we've each seen, and we will continue to see even more so how the things in the natural that were stable, that were solid, that seemed predictable, that we've been able to work with, so much of that has already been changed. There's a there's been a great shaking that's taking place. People even that we thought actually were solid Christians, mm. um, we found actually have a lot of them folded, backed off, um, really become um, obsolete in a way. <laughs> I don't even know how that happens within such a short amount of time, but it's been proven to to, to be that thing. People even that you thought were leaders in certain ways, um, it became very evident that actually that they weren't, or what they, they lived fell off by, the bus. right? Or they they uh, what they taught, or whatever, just really uh, was not solid. Mm-hmm. It it didn't it didn't carry. Uh, any, any, any real, yeah, any strength or or weight or or anything like that. And so the thing is, is that we have to 100% be able to put our faith and our trust in the Lord and remember that we are called and have always been called to live by faith. The just shall live by faith. 
And Amen. if any man draweth back as in fear, the Amplified says there in Hebrews 10, 38, the Lord says, my soul has no pleasure in him. That's right. So it is, it's vitally important, but until you start understanding some of, of these things, you won't actually be operating by faith. You certainly won't be advancing it by advancing in your, in your faith walk. Amen. And so it's important that we understand actually what we're supposed to be doing and that, and you know, this becomes so much easier going back to, um, the, the heart decision or consecration of your heart that you are all in, that I'm not holding back anything from the Lord and that I'm just like all in. I'm not going to allow things or people or situations, Mm -hmm. whether they were expected or unexpected, to actually hold me back. But I'm going to understand that just like Joshua, that I have the responsibility. Everything has been given to me to make something possible. And this is, it's interesting because of course, when the Lord was speaking to Joshua, remember this is under the old covenant. Yep. And still there was no reason at that time that Joshua actually could not even under the old covenant, go forward, observe and do what was written in the, in the, the book of the law that he had, that his way would be made prosperous, that he would deal wisely and have good success. So especially us under the new covenant and everything that has been made possible for us, let us not fall into um, laziness, fall into excuses or things like that, you know, because oftentimes people will will just be like, okay, well, if God wanted me to do that, then that's what he would, if he wanted me to have a big church or a big ministry, then he would just make that happen. He would do it in Himself. Right. All the responsibility goes off on the Lord when actually he's like, no, I've given you all of these elements. It's up to you what you do. You decide how big you want to go. There you go. And a lot of people don't, they don't, that makes them upset. You even saying that, let alone them doing that. And this is not, and, and let me also say this because oftentimes people say, well, I mean, I could do that if I was a minister. Okay. This, we're not talking, uh, this is not, last day's podcast is not for ministers. Do we have people that are ministers that listen? Yes, we do. Are we ministers? Of course. Do we do we lay out things that that deal with, that apply? Yes, but that is not what our goal is here. That's not who we're even trying to reach. The principles that we talk about in the word of God that we lay out, it applies to every single person. Doesn't matter your age, doesn't matter what your career is, what your calling is, mm-hmm. where whatever, if you want to say what season of life you find yourself in, all of these things apply. We each make a decision how big we want to go. Right. But if there's certain things in our life that we, um, you know, sometimes you you just do things, their their habits and their patterns that you repeat without actually even realizing you're just repeating them. Why you're kind of in this rut in this area, not even realizing that. And so, but those there are certain things that we will talk about that actually hold you back from advancing. Okay. Um, giving, of course, giving excuses, giving a, a, a thing of like, okay, well, if God wanted me to have that, I would have that. Okay. That that's a huge thing. And it's, that is very much a religious mindset. That's very true. And you make a decision whether you want to be like that. And, and, and really you will never fulfill what God has made possible for you and actually what his plan is and what he intends for you to be able to do if you have that mindset. Yeah, 
Amen. And then you operate out of that. So there are some people who, and of course it's your choice. If you want to stay where you're at and stay at the same level that you're producing fruit, uh, stay at the same level of effectiveness, you can do that. That's your choice. That's that's a, a choice. Why? Only because the Lord gave you a right to choose. But please don't pass that along to other people because that's not God's best. And if you really, if you really were honest with yourself, you would realize that there is some aggravation or frustration on the inside of you because your your spirit wants to be stretched, but you hamper it. And maybe you can kind of stay content and because of the people that you surround yourself with and you pat each other on the back for the great job that you're doing. But really, if you really were to really look at it, nobody is really going anywhere. Nowhere is really being stretched. Okay, that's not the type of people that you want to keep hanging around. That's not the type that you, the, the, the way that you want to type. Let me just say that again. Say it clearly. (laughs) (laughs) That's not, that's not really actually what you want to be doing in life. If you're very honest with yourself. What she's saying is you don't want to hang around losers. (laughs) You don't want to hang around. You don't want to hang around do nothing people. You need to hang around people who are going to challenge you. Absolutely. You need to be you need to be around people the Bible says iron sharpens iron. And you need to be around some uh, some people that have like, you know, some iron, some strength to them. Right. Something that is not just bendable and you know, just gives way at nothing and is always changing and you know, just blowing with the wind. You you can't you can't be there. You have to have solid people in your life because the word of God is solid. And when people don't have enough word in them, they become flimsy. Oh, so true. Okay. Because the word is a solidifier. It is a sure foundation and you don't go flying off when you've got the word in you. And so I'll just tell you, when you see flighty people, people who are not, you, you just trying to look at them, you can look at their ministry, you can look at things, and you're just like, well, you never know really what's, where they're going to be, what they're going to be doing, um, <laughs> what's gonna, what they're going to say, you know, what, you know, what's going to happen or anything like that. It's because there's no word foundation in them. I'm not talking about people who are led by the Spirit of God, right. and, and there's a flow of the Holy Spirit in their meeting. I you, you should have that, absolutely, 100%. In fact, all the time. But I'm talking about people who are, you know, you just don't know really where they stand with things. And, and I, I'm, I praise God that people can grow up in the Lord. And, and we have people, um, whether they're, some, some are leaders that need to grow up. And some are just people who are, are believers, but they just need to mature more. And how are you going to mature more? You're going to mature by being around others who are mature. That's why God gave babies to adults. <laughs> why? To help them grow and so that they can learn. Because you have to be around people who know some stuff. Right. And, and, that's, and so that's why adults, you don't let children lead the way. <laughs> Okay, as far as just telling it, well, this is how I feel because you know they're going to eat they're going to eat chocolate cake every day for breakfast. I'm not saying that some of you adults haven't done that one time or two times or something like that, but um, okay, maybe more. But <laughs> <laughs> the first I'll couple have, times you do that as an adult, it's, it's like have, so freeing. 
cake and coke <laughs> for breakfast oh. today. Um, oh, but, no, don't do that. But the thing is, is that, you know, that's, that's not the way. You can't live your life that way. And, but some people, you just don't know. They're just so unpredictable because there's no solidity of the word in them. Mm-hmm. And so, and if you don't have boundaries and if you don't have a solid foundation, you can't advance. You can't go forward in the things of God. There are things that you, that you grow off of. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to have that foundation. And then you, can, then you can advance in the things that God has for you. But, and, but every single one of us should be looking to advance beyond where we are right now. That's what my wife was talking about. Right. And so if you don't have, if you don't have a goal that is before you, that you're wanting to set, that you, you have set, and you are doing what you, everything that you can to achieve that, then how do you know that you're progressing? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've just drifted, actually. You know, right. we were, uh, last week we were down in Florida, we rented a boat for, for the day, and we were out um, just boating. That's what you do in a boat. And, um, <laughs> but we pulled over to um, closer to the shore and uh, dropped anchor so that the inhabitants of the boat could get out <laughs> and we'll call it swimming um, or waiting or maybe just peeing. But anyway, <laughs> whatever it might have been. All of the above. All of the above, probably. Um, and so anyway, but, but the thing is, is that, you know, you drop anchor but that doesn't mean that your boat is rigid right there and, and, and you begin to drift just a little bit until the anchor grabs hold of something solid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and when it grabs hold of something solid, then you're going to stop drifting. And in and, and so many people's lives, you're, the anchor of your life is just drifting in the water. <laughs> it's actually, it's never hit anything solid. You're, oh, no. you're, yeah, you're just, you just got some weight going on and there's, there's not an anchor and, and you're just wondering, well, well, how in the world did my life end up over here? Because, you know, there's nothing solid in your life. And, but the thing is, is that that is, that is the foundation and you have to have that. But, but then, and then going on, you know, my wife was talking about having goals and so there's times where, you know, when you, you say, okay, I'm going to go from here to there. And I know that I'm going to get there because I've charted a course. This is where I have to be. And this is where I definitely am right now. Some people don't know where they've ever been even because their life has just been <laughs> drifting. Okay. But if you know where you started off from, this is what the word says. This is where I am right now. And this is where I'm going. I'm going from faith to faith. And so you have to have some solidity in your faith at one point, and you know, I'm going to grow in my faith, and I'm going to see this happen now. Because yes. before, I didn't have enough faith to achieve, because this is what this is about, the advancement of faith. Right. This is where I've been. This is where my level of faith has been. And this is where I'm going. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, people don't have faith. They just have friends <laughs> who bail them out. Right. And or, or family, family who yes. bails them out, and you know what? They are just wusses. <laughs> they they talk a big game, but really they have no faith, and they can't 
prove anything that they've done by faith. You don't see anything solid that has come out of their life, out mm-hmm. of their ministry, out of anything really at mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. that didn't originate with a family who felt family member who felt sorry for them or a friend who felt sorry for them. Right. And and I want to tell you that just shows you right there you don't have faith. You might be able to talk a little bit of faith, but it's a different thing to exercise it. It's a total different thing to advance in faith, to go from faith to faith, because both things are solid markers. Mm-hmm. As we were boating, there were buoys. Mm-hmm. Those buoys don't just drift all over the place. No. They are in one spot, and they are staying in that spot. Mm-hmm. And so you always know, as I was progressing and I was watching the map as I was driving this boat, I knew that I was going from buoy number uh, 59 to buoy 147. And I am going to get to that place. And all along the lines, I was looking for the different buoy numbers. That's how I knew I was advancing and I was going in the right direction. In the same way, <coughs> excuse me, in the same way, you have the word of God that shows you this is what you need to do to advance in the plan that God has for your life. And the Holy Spirit is your teacher. And he'll say, this is where you are right now, and this is not where I want you. This is where you need to be. And so you need to grow up a little bit. You need to get more of the word in you. You know what? You need to leave behind some of the associations of your old ways, and you need to advance into the greater things. And so you need to get around sharper people. You mm-hmm. need to you need mm-hmm. to increase um, the company that you're around that are that are strong Christians that are able to to sharpen you. Well, when you get sharpened, there's going to be some friction. Just want to let flying. you know that. Absolutely. And it's not always people around you that, that just pat you on the back and say, oh, good job, good, good job. But they're going to people, they, they are going to be people that say things to you that cause you to go, whoa, whoa, wait, wait a second. Well, what, what's going on? In just, just a couple hours, I got a, I've got a phone call with a, another minister, and he's like, hey, you know, I've talked to you about this, and you said, you know, you said something to me, and it kind of challenged me, and now I've had somebody else that, um, that we both look up to said something very straight, and he said, that coincides with exactly what you've told me, and so now I need to get together with you, and I need to, I need to find out what do I need to do to take things to the next level. Because you have to understand that God's plan is for you to advance, not right. to stay still, not to be like in the water. I'm an, I remember back, whoa, so many years ago in swimming class in high school and things like this, um, as I was on the swim team, one of my, one of my hours was, was swimming. And you know what we did in swim class? We swam for the whole stinking time. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and it was just like nonstop. But, but sometimes, you know what? It's just an endurance test. All right, jump on the water. Tread water for 50 minutes. Oh, man. Tread I, water I, for 50 I minutes. I totally drowned. And that's, you're not moving. <laughs> you're just treading water. And you're thinking, this is the stupidest thing in the world. Because I, I want to, I wanna, and, and I didn't like it and everything like that, but it built strength. Right. But the thing is, is that that's not what, that's not what 
the Christian life is about. <laughs> treading water. Just treading water. <laughs> or or exercising on the treadmill, <laughs> which maybe there's somebody who's actually on the treadmill right now oh, listening to I the podcast as you are doing this. I, I would I would prefer that you're outside running, you know, looking for something else, but I know maybe that's a little more difficult on your knees. We do so, admire your diligence for sure. We do, because I don't do that. And um, <laughs> so anyway, but beside the point there yes. and everything like that. It's yes, like, we're not know, treading like, water, yes. Yeah, I don't have anybody chasing me, so I'm not running. And so <laughs> um, anyway, I um, and I'm not chasing anybody. So the thing is, is that, you, you have to progress, though, in your faith. And so allow God to speak to you and show you by his Holy Spirit and by the word of God where you are right now, and then make a plan by the Holy Ghost where you want to be, mm-hmm, what you want mm-hmm. to be achieving. Right, right. And you can have all kinds of goals, and they can all be God goals. They can all be Holy Ghost goals. You can, mm-hmm. have, a, you can have a marriage goal. You can have a family goal. You can have, in fact, l- let me just point, let me just pause here real quick. You need to come to our our marriage infusion. A little commercial. Here. Yes, this is a commercial. <laughs> da, da, da. A marriage infusion. It is on Friday night, June 16th. Summer lovin'. Summer lovin'. And um, absolutely, it's going to be At absolutely fantastic. And uh, you need to be a part of it. You need to you need to come and and experience. Uh, what's going to be happening on that night? Um, you're going to get all kinds of wonderful things that will um, that will help you grow your marriage to grow, yes. and uh, it will just be absolutely amazing. And so, <laughs> and so that is our sponsor right now. And so, anyway. For the summer loving, <laughs> come and join us in Johnson City, Tennessee, on June 16th at 7 p.m. at the River of Tri-Cities Church with Pastors Todd and Katie Holmes. Anyway, so that is the advertisement. I was just messing around there for a little bit. And uh, you got so your radio. Voice I did. I got on it all going on it and everything really like that. Great, Hope actually. you guys enjoyed that. So, um, but. You can advance in many places in your life, and you can advance in your family, you can advance in your marriage, you can advance in your business, you can advance in your spiritual life, but you have to set some goals. Otherwise, you never know if you're advancing or if you're just, I'm just kind of drifting. Yes, right. And maybe you're you're one of the drifters in life. Yes. And uh, which is like maybe a grifter or somebody else. I don't know what that, anyway. Yeah. But we'll let that go. And... Um, so advance by faith. Set some goals so that you know. You, you teach in uh, Smoky Mountain Bible College. I which, do. Should, do we have an advertisement for that now? <laughs> Smoky Mountain Bible College, sign up now. Um, Starting August 15th. Summer quarter, yeah. Start soon. And so, and scholarships are available. Yes. Um, but anyway, you teach faith yes, in, in both one of the, one faith of the one and faith two. In, uh, in our first and second year cor- yes. um, classes. And, and so, but you have them set a goal, a faith goal. Yeah, they have to believe God for something that they haven't previously believed God for, and they need to see that come to pass in six weeks. So somebody might say, whoa, that's a lot of pressure. Well, you know what? This is how you grow. Put pressure you put on the pressure word. pressure on the word. It's not on you um, as, a, as a person, but you need to, 
you need to believe God for something and see actually your, your faith, you know, activate. The thing is, is that, you know, you mentioned about sometimes, you know, it, it can actually be family and friends around you that hinder your faith from growing. If mm-hmm. you have someone who's always giving you money or they're bailing you out, or it's like, well, if, you know, if, if, if you don't have a place to live, come live with me or whatever, you know, actually sometimes it, it, it can be discouraging when you find yourself in, in small, in small situations. Mm-hmm. But let me just tell you this. Don't, don't let it be, a, be a discouragement. Actually grab hold of the word of God and cause it to work for you. When I look back, I see how the, um, our days where we had to believe God for everything. I mean, literally, yes, literally we, we didn't have enough finances coming in to meet all of the, even the bills we had. I had to believe God that my wife was even going to come back and live with me. I just didn't have any money to bring. Anyway, goodness. What do you mean? Come back? I never left, (laughs) but okay. We didn't have enough gas to get (laughs) out in the street, (laughs) but you know, and, and do I want to return to those days? No, I don't. And thank, thank the Lord. We, we don't have to return to those days because we just keep obeying the Lord and keep living by the word. And, you know, when you, when you, when you sow, when you're a blessing, of course it comes back to you. So you, you learn the principles of the word of God, you work them and you don't need to be, you know, concerned. We'd have no fear of the future. And so, but what I was going to say is, you know, obviously the word tells us not to despise the days of small beginnings. And in, in certain aspects, you know, we're operating in, um, at a, in, in certain areas at, at levels, which of, of course is not at all small beginnings, but as we keep taking steps of faith, each thing that we're doing is actually the smallest that we're ever going to be. So right. in some ways you just rise because that's advancing. If everything in your life, there's, n- there's no new growth whatsoever, which, you know, when new growth happens, it's, it's they're small things, right? If a, if a plant, you planted a seed and you've got some new growth, well, obviously it's, it's a small little seedling or a small little tree. Um, so, th- so that's the smallest it's ever going to be. I think you, you will always have some areas like that, but you should always see progression. You should always see growth. You should see more growth and you'll see quicker growth right. in areas that you didn't see before. But I started out by saying, don't, don't be discouraged where you're at. Okay. Because discouragement does not come from the Lord. It actually comes from an oppressive spirit. It comes from the enemy. And so many times, oftentimes, I've had to take authority over those things and go, no, line my thinking up with the word of God, speak the word of God that's going to cause me to go in the direction that I'm speaking. Amen. And so, but until you come to the point where you're not depending upon other people, you're just depending upon the Lord, you'll never actually see what God can do for you. That's right. And we've even seen many people in ministry that, you know, they just have like someone who is continually like their source, actually supporting them all the time, whether that's a family member, whether that's a ministry partner whatever, you know, of course we're thankful for people that, that, that come along and, and that God speaks to, to support the vision and to join up and everything like that. But understand that God desires that he, and he is a jealous God. He'll have no one before him. He desires that he is your source and you understand that so even if you have people that come along and and we have people that have you know their businesses that support us and you know 
not us personally support the church and things like that. You know, the, the growth, they hook up with a vision because it brings blessing. First of all, they're following the word of God. It also brings blessing to their, their business. Like once you learn actually how the word of God operates and you see that there's no limits to it, then you actually just line up and do it. And then there's, there's no limits to you whatsoever. So there's a lot of principles that people actually haven't learned Mm -hmm. and those that haven't learned criticize it. But remember that you're never going to walk in something that you criticize. Okay, so if you criticize growth, you criticize prosperity, you criticize people that um, operate in the gifts of the spirit, operate at a higher spiritual level than you are, then you have an understanding you will not walk in that. Because critical ways do not lead to faith increasing or to the blessing of the Lord. They actually lead to decrease. And so you just have to, you you need to understand these things and, and it make the adjustment very, very quickly. Repent and go in the opposite direction. But don't become discouraged with where you're at and just realize that the quicker actually that I can put 100% all of my trust in the Lord and just wait for him to do something, okay? And when I say wait for him, I don't mean that you don't do anything. You keep moving forward, but watch and see, and you'll see the mighty delivering hand of the Lord. And It'll be greater blessing than any person could do for you. If you're content with the blessing that people can bring, you will miss out also on what God has for you. Amen. Don't put your source uh, um, in, in people. Don't put your trust ultimately in people. I'm, I'm thankful for trustworthy people around us. I'm very thankful. But honestly, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord. People in and of themselves aren't actually just, you know, super awesome. I know you, sometimes people think that they are super awesome, <laughs> but every good thing comes from the Lord. It doesn't come from the flesh. Amen. That's right. And so, you know, the quicker that you can actually realize that all advancement in your faith comes from the Lord. Yes, he'll use other people at times, but don't put your trust in other people. Keep your trust in the Lord. That's where it needs to remain. Not in what people can do for you. Very true. Otherwise, you're very, very limited. Amen. Amen. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. All your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And he'll direct your path. And a lot of times, people, they kind of parcel out that verse, I think. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, some days I want to trust in the Lord. And so on the days you want to trust in the Lord, you quote that scripture. (laughs) (laughs) But other days you just trust, you trust in other people. You put your trust in other people. You put your trust in um, what they can do for you because you forget that God is the one who does all things. He is the one that you've given your life to, and he's the one who can bring all things to pass. The enemy comes to try to steal, to kill, to destroy, but... Jesus said, I've come that you would have life, that you'd have more abundantly. Well, it's not going to come from, it's not going to come from anybody else. You know, promotion, it, it comes from, it comes from above. Mm-hmm. And anything that you want to see that is going to come forth, that's going to bless your life in a significant way, you can guarantee that God's going to be behind that because you've put your trust in him. Mm-hmm. Anything that God doesn't bring into your life, I just want you to be prepared that one way and one day, it's probably going to blow away. Yeah. Okay? Right. Um, <clears throat> because 
you put it there and it's it's a temporal thing Hey, this is Dr. Todd Holmes, and I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, whether it was myself or my amazing wife, Katie, maybe the two of us together. If you want to be more than just an occasional listener and desire to really stand with us as we take the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ to this generation, go to riveroftricities.com. That's riveroftricities.com and click on donate to be a part of the last day's army of monthly partners that we're taking ground with. If you'd like to do that, I would like to send you a special gift for partnering with us. So until next time, thank you so much for listening. God bless you.